Does your metabolism suck? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you want off the diet roller coaster? Do you wish there was a simple solution to get you healthier, smaller, and have more energy? Hi friends, I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife, a furry gardener, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health, until I finally learned there was more to getting healthy and smaller than just eating less and moving more. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple Podcast, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and the frustration with the ever-changing health rules. I go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Are you ready to learn how to tailor your journey to you and your current health for solutions that are broken down into simple steps to make it easier to implement? Results that are undeniable, like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss? This is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. Muscle. The organ that does so much. How important is muscle mass? There's sayings going around lately that we are not just over fat. We are under muscled. What does that mean? Why is muscle mass so important? Why is everybody pushing for us to build more muscle? And what does building more muscle mean? We need to start thinking of muscle outside of looking good, looking toned, having six-pack abs. It plays a crucial role in our overall metabolic health. And it's time we start focusing on what it does and how we can build more so that we can reap the benefits of the muscle. Every pound of muscle mass we have on our body burns about 10 calories at rest. So now you're thinking, well then why is it so important for our metabolism? Well, that's twice as many as every pound of fat on your body. So one, it does increase your basal metabolic rate. So that's important. That's what we burn at rest. But it does more than that. It's more efficient and effective at using the calories you're taking in. That's really how it improves our metabolism. Also, the more muscle tissue you have on your body, the easier it is for your body to stay into that balance, you know, homeostasis. Remember from our metabolism episode that our body's main goal is to have everything in balance. So having more muscle will help with that. Now it also helps with insulin sensitivity. We all want to be more insulin sensitive because we know the opposite of that is insulin resistance, which leads to diabetes and all sorts of other health issues. So having more muscle improves our insulin sensitivity. It does this because muscles have this transporter inside of them that are called glute force. Don't really need to know that, but when you exercise or when you have more muscle mass, these transporters become way more efficient and they move the glucose into the muscles so that it requires less insulin to get that glucose out of your bloodstream. That's a plus. That's why we say take a little walk after your meal to help with that glucose spike so that you don't have to release as much insulin to deal with the glucose in your system. Your muscles are basically taking up the glucose from the blood more effectively. Okay, that's what we want. We want that glucose out of our blood the most efficient and effective way possible with the least amount of insulin. So having more muscle helps with this. So remember, building muscle mass now increases your metabolism, helps with your insulin sensitivity, and it also will help with your bone health. 
we're all kind of aware of how important having strong bones are, um, that we want good bone density so that we can lower our risk of osteoporosis. But we don't all understand the mechanism of how muscle improves our bone density. I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Basically, our muscles contract when we do things, anything, just moving. And that puts a stress on the actual bones and breaks them down just a teeny, teeny bit. And then in the repair phase, it makes them stronger. So exercise does this by exercising and the muscles just generally do it because they're always contracting as we move. It's a mechanical stress, so it's really good for the bone tissue because it helps it remodel stronger, gets the blood there, and does all of that. We know the importance of bone density, like I said before, but now you understand how important muscle mass is in keeping our bones healthy. Now, as we age, another factor that we want to prevent are falls. Muscle mass helps prevent falls by giving us balance and stability especially if we can accumulate some excess muscle or extra muscle in our legs and our core, we don't want fractures. So the bone density along with the stability helps prevent us from getting fractures as we're older because we know it's harder for us to heal from that. Muscle mass is directly linked to physical strength and mobility. There's no way around it. Without muscle, we lose that mobility and we lose that overall strength. So we need to have and focus on building this muscle mass. It also helps us age gracefully. Having strong muscles improves our posture, improves our balance, and improves our vitality as well as mobility like we just said. And it also can give you a little more youthful appearance, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. We just want to feel good as we age and we want to be able to get around and do things. Now that you understand the importance of muscle mass, how exactly do we build more muscle mass, especially if we aren't the gym going type? Many will tell you just suck it up and go to the gym for an hour or two a day. You're not going to get that from me. If you enjoy the gym, go for it. That is one of the easiest ways to do it. But there are plenty of other ways to build muscle right from the comfort of your own home. In order to build muscle, you need weight-bearing exercises or resistant-filled exercises. They will help put an extra stress on that muscle so that it tears down the muscle tissue and builds them up stronger so that we can build more muscle tissue. So what are some things you can start today with little to no investment? One, scroll through YouTube. Now, I know that's not going to get you healthy scrolling through YouTube, but what you're going to do is you're going to put in a keyword search of beginning exercises, maybe something you enjoy doing. Is it Zumba, yoga, Pilates, something of that nature? And if you can't get up and down from the ground, you want standing only, you can put all those words in the search and it will help you narrow it down to something that you can do. Look for um, instructors that are good at modifying, that maybe have a few people in the background doing different levels so that you can find what's best for you. And if something doesn't feel good while you're doing it, stop and find something else. So YouTube exercise videos are a great way to start because it kind of gives you that instruction. But a simple walk, grab a couple of those half liter water bottles. They're a pound each as you're walking to do some arm, just bicep curls as you're walking, some pushing, forward like a chest press as you're walking, 
that all will help build some muscle slowly, especially if you're like a beginner and you don't exercise or have not exercised in years. Bodyweight exercises are incredible for building muscle. They're often overlooked because we all think we need weights and this and that and all this equipment, but bodyweight exercises. Simple ones, push-ups, planks, squats, tricep dips, and all of these have modifications you can do standing up against a wall with a chair. It's amazing what you can do modified to the level you're at now. And if you're curious, again, YouTube has instructional videos on how to properly do a push-up, how to properly do squats. Don't be ashamed that you need to learn how. Learning is empowering and doing it right so that you don't hurt your knees or your arms, your shoulders, is great because you'll be able to keep up with it long term. And as you progress, you try harder things. Yoga is one that I suggest to every beginner. It's difficult. I'm not going to say yoga is easy, but there's lots of yoga classes out there that are about 15 minutes long that you never have to get on the floor. They will help you build muscle by contracting it. There's lots of different ways to build muscle, but you need to find some sort of exercise that you enjoy doing. If you can, invest in a lightweight kettlebell. You can do a HIT, which is a high intensity interval training with a very lightweight kettlebell pretty safely and get in a really good workout in 15 to 20 minutes. My thing is, is I like to maximize my time. I don't want to spend hours upon hours upon hours because I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I just want to be strong and mobile. So I do things that I can maximize my time. I do yoga for stress relief, so I probably do that a little bit longer. But a HIIT workout, like I set it for 30-second intervals. I do my intervals, and then I repeat the sets over and over again until I get about 15 to 20 minutes in and get a good strong workout. And I do mostly kettlebell swings, squats, some bicep curls, some tricep dip things over the head. But you can, again, YouTube, lots of videos out there. Um, another thing I know a lot of women love especially is Zumba. Zumba, if you pay attention to some of the cues, they're telling you to contract certain muscles while you're doing some of the movements. So it's very good on building core strength. Core strength is going to be the main thing that keeps you stable. So we want to get in those core exercises. Um, a lot of the standing and lifting one leg up, you're supposed to be contracting your abdominal muscles to pull up that leg. That's how we get that core strength in there. The last suggestion I have today for some of you that aren't great with exercise or don't love it is Pilates. Pilates is a combination of stretching, strengthening, and toning. And it's really good for your balance and stability. They have floor Pilates, they have wall Pilates, and then there's a reformer, which that usually requires going into a studio because I'm pretty sure you don't have one hanging out. Um, but those are all things you can do and explore to see what you like doing. But whatever it is, make sure it's something that builds that muscle because it's really important that we build muscle mass. Maintain muscle mass. Muscle, the organ that does so much. Let's stop being under-muscled and increase our muscle mass so that we can live a healthy, long, thriving 
life. Remember, find something you like and focus on it. Your health depends on the muscles you don't have yet. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it provided value that you can take into your own health journey. I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Share the podcast with others that will find the information as helpful as you did. It's through your support that I continue to grow and bring you more amazing content. If you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out and share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Together, let's keep spreading the knowledge, inspiration, and great conversations. Until next time, have a blessed day.